the year 10,191. In this time, the most precious substance in the universe is the spice melange. The spice extends life. The spice exists on only one planet in the entire universe. The planet is Arrakis, also known as June. Sun! A podcast about you. What's up, Sandy? Welcome to Zach. Another episode of a podcast about Dune. Um, uh, I'm Lance, and I'm here with my co-host Molly. Molly, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Lance. Thanks for asking. um yeah uh just enjoying life you know day by day that's that's all we can do (laughs) yeah truly how about you how are you doing i'm 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 doing all right i'm also taking it day by day yeah similar similar pattern great (laughs) we're on the same wavelength so we are in a little bit going to be talking about chapters 7 through 12 so if you're listening, you're reading along. That's what we're covering today. But first, do you wanna you wanna talk some movies? I absolutely would love to. So let's see. I think it's your turn to start this time. Okay. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot this cool. time. Uh, I watched Power of the Dog, the first two episodes of Severance, Spencer, and Being the Ricardos. Oh, Oscars! Yes, exactly. <laughs> I made. I made an Oscar list mm-hmm. and in order of how many nominations everything got, so I make sure that I've like covered the big ones before I get to the little ones. You but got I'm playing, it. I'm trying. I'm gonna try to try to get to most of them. Try to get to most of the, the the nominees. I think it's doable. Yeah, I think so too. I will first talk about Spencer because I what I I had seen. So this is from the director of Jackie. What was it? It was called Jackie, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, from the director of Jackie. It had some Camelot theme, and so I couldn't remember <laughs> if it was like something Camelot, but it's Jackie, mm-hmm. right? It's from the director of Jackie, and it has kind of a similar, like a similar feel. But this one, I felt like it was so absolutely unnecessary to know anything about what was going on outside of this, outside outside of the movie, mm-hmm. which is what I really liked about it, because yeah. you know, I I know a little bit about Princess Di, very little. And so, and it just didn't matter at all um, because it it just tells you all you need to know, and it's such a uh, it's it's so well made and well acted. And what was weird was it's it it's it's a lot like The Shining. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It's so strange because she's kind of in this haunted house. Yeah. And and she's being kind of like followed a lot, and um, it just has this eerie feel to it. And um, that director shoots a lot like Stanley Kubrick. Mm. Um, and there's there's moments that just really felt like The Shining. And I looked it up and other people had asked him about that. And he said, I, it wasn't on purpose, but I love The Shining so much. It just makes sense wow. that that just got in there. But yeah, I, 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 I thought it was great. I, I don't understand why people are mad that Kristen Stewart was nominated. What? I thought she people are did an amazing job. That? Yeah. That's insane. These are the same people who are mad that Lady Gaga didn't get nominated uh, for House of Gucci. Oh, give me though. a break. <laughs> <laughs> and House of Gucci is on my list. 
Um, yeah, I have but, to see that too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> like, watch a real movie for once. I, well, watch yeah, the a shiny- real movie for once. <laughs> Come on. Children, all of them. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad you liked it. From the minute it opened, I was like, whoa, this is way more atmospheric and like, um, genre-y than I was anticipating. For sure, yeah. yeah. Like with all the fog and that Johnny Greenwood score, it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love that comparison to The Shining because there are there's this weird, like, she's being haunted and chased and then she'll run into, like, one of their extremely fancy parties and everybody's, right. like, you know, dancing and having a merry time and she's... <laughs> and looking at her... Mm-hmm. Like everyone's, she's kind of the center of everyone's attention. Yeah. And there's like, it feels like there's something unsaid about her that everybody's feeling and thinking. Yeah, it's a good antidote to the crown, which I could never get into. Oh, yeah, I never, I never tried. Yeah, more like the yawn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I would like to hear you talk about Power of the Dog. Okay, so another movie with the Johnny Greenwood score. (laughs) He's hot these days. Yeah, yeah, he's doing great out there. Mm-hmm. I just watched this last night. I had no intention of watching this movie originally because I had no idea about anything about it. I was like, it's a Netflix movie. It's Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch in a Western. <laughs> and then when it got like all the nominations, mm-hmm. like everything, and like it's so it's so packed with nominations that there's like two people nominated in one category for the same movie. But I also didn't know it was a Jane Campion movie. So... So I felt like, oh, it's, it's important I see it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did. It was really good. There's, Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I liked it a okay. lot. Um, I liked it a lot, too. It almost felt like it's like skirting around a Brokeback Mountain feel, <laughs> mm-hmm. almost in a trolling sense, in, in, in as much as that I feel like it was like trying to make you think that that's the direction it's going to go. Right. So that you're, you're, you know, still surprised by the events that happen. But yeah, I, I I thought it was I thought it was really good. I don't know best picture, but I thought it was I, th- I thought it was really well done. Uh, Johnny Greenwood, like I loved the score for Spencer, but I th- I thought this score was better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because he was like kind of reaching back into his like there will be blood days, like the feel of this like kind of ominous, mm-hmm. sprawling you know feel which makes sense because you know both there were blood and this had these like really amazing like vistas like you know shots of mountains and fields and sunsets and shit and looked looked amazing yeah the number one complaint (laughs) i hear about this movie (laughs) and maybe you've seen this too but people are like uh that does not look like man montana (laughs) they're always like it's obviously not montana it's like guys get over it (laughs) Who gives a shit? It's got mountains and cows. Like, we get the picture. Anyway, I was so... Yeah, yeah. well, you know what doesn't look like Montana from 100 years ago? Montana. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent point. Yeah, it's okay. You know where you go if you're trying to be timeless? You go to New Zealand. That's Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that. If you're trying to, like, go back in time, you go to New Zealand. Yeah, why complain about the beautiful scenery of New Zealand? Like, we're very lucky movie-wise to have that. Or it would be yeah. green screen central. And I was sucked into it. Oh, yeah. Like, I I, I, I bought it. Like, I, I had no qualms about it being, you know, filmed somewhere else. I didn't even realize it until afterwards. 
Yeah, um, right. I didn't, yeah, it totally didn't bother me. It looked very like, well, it kind of looked like there will be blood. It looked like Texas to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, has a, it has a feel for sure. Yeah, at turn of the century. But yeah, yeah. I'm glad you liked I mean, I really loved that. I, th- I, it really plays with you in a fun way because I was so tense about Benedict Cumberbatch and what he was going to do. Um, mm-hmm. And then he winds up, well, we, I won't get into it, but yeah, we won't get yeah, into cause it. Yeah, because it, yeah, it, it unfolds very precisely. And so, yeah. And it leaves you with enough questions to like think about the movie mm-hmm. and, you know, have something to talk about afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but not so many questions that you're like, what the fuck was that? No, you know? totally. It really wraps yeah. up. Like, I mean, I think yeah. it's very well done. Yeah. Um, it's great. Everybody in it is so good. I mean, Jane, Jane, Jane Campion, she's, you know, she's a star. She can, she can make a she's hell a of a star. movie. She's a bright star. <laughs> Reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst, I, I love, oh. and I'm so glad she's emerged as like, this true actor's actor like she has all this awesome philosophy does like dream work and i don't know i just dig it so cool so yeah yeah it's becoming a trend to cast her and and jesse plemons in movies together (laughs) which is a thumbs down no it's cute but (laughs) (laughs) it's cute but it's like do do we need it i mean he's he's great in it too but he's also kind of like he doesn't really have much to do in this one no. And he felt like th- he's there because, oh, they're a real couple. But we don't get to see that, I don't feel like, no. in this. Like, she's driving that that like, that like relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and I have thoughts about that, too, his character. Yeah. It all just kind of, like, slowly twists around, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I'm in a different place than I thought I'd be. Pleasant surprise, though. Really, yes. really liked it. Great. Okay, well, I watched, uh, also not too much, but Before Sunrise, After Sunset. Okay. Uh, the Tender Swindler, <laughs> The Puppet Master. I watched <laughs> half of that. That's like a mini series, And House of Gucci. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> um, I guess I'll talk about House of Gucci. It was... Um, well, no, actually, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I really thought it was terrible. It was not well made at all. The script was absolute garbage. It went nowhere. I was, like, so bored. Like, nothing made any sense. Everything was just, like, a joke on itself. Jared Leto plays the most ridiculous, like, offensive character. <laughs> I mean, he's not even yeah, offensive. I've, I've, I've like, heard what the fuck is this? How yeah. the fuck did y'all think? And everybody's like, oh, Jared Leto gets really lost in this role. And it's like, no. <laughs> he looks like a man with a lot of prosthetics on doing a very bad accent. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like too silly. Um, but not in the fun way. I don't know. Like, right. And then they kind of just focus too much on um, Adam Driver's character. He's just a boring guy for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just lost momentum. I don't know. By the end, I was rolling my eyes and kind of just like, ugh, push. It is so bizarre that within months of each other, Ridley Scott released I know. two movies I know. with Adam Driver <laughs> and everyone's like talking about House of Gucci when The Last Duel is so much better. Right. The Last Duel is such a good movie. (laughs) And House of Gucci, I I haven't seen, but I've just heard it's terrible. I just don't understand why nobody watches Last Duel, which is like a Ridley Scott movie. Like, it feels like a Ridley Scott movie, but he's doing fresh stuff. It's good. I thought it was really well-written, 
Matt Damon and, and Ben Affleck are at it again. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, no, I think it's because House of Gucci should have been a slam dunk. It's such an easy, such an easy pitch. Like, Lady Gaga mm-hmm. is perfect for this role. Lady Gaga as this, like, you know, she's following a psychic's advice. She's, like, love-torn, obsessed with the Gucci family, kind of, like, cheesy, corny, you know, nouveau riche <laughs> um, <laughs> Europeans in, like, the 80s. All, all of this should have been great. It should have been easy to do. But, like, somehow they just missed every mark and focused on all the wrong things. So it was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> this sucked. I mean, it's a murder plot. It's so easy. It's true crime. This yeah. is simple. Well, whereas I'm the last duel, all I hear, well, they had bad, <laughs> ugly haircuts. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Um, I hear it's amazing. I really want, I do want to watch it. And then I heard that the sexual assault scenes are kind of intense. They, they, they are. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I will say this. It's not what you think it is. Okay. The trailer does not, and that may be why people didn't go see it. Because the trailer makes it look like something different than it is. Yeah, so that, it makes that it look kind of like War, World of Warcraft or something. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, that's how um, I'll I'll ask you about the tender swindler because i don't know what the fuck that is oh. um it's <laughs> it is kind of a nutty documentary it's on netflix it's it's what it sounds like you know it's this guy it's who like swindle, swindles on tinder <laughs> swindles on tindler <laughs> he but it is wild um do you mind if i spoil it I, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Okay, so it's about this guy who meets women on Tinder who are like, I, you know, easy mark. Somehow he realizes that they're wealthy, you know, kind of older women looking for love. I mean, this is everywhere. This is happening all the time <laughs> on these dating apps. But the twist for his story is that he's uh, international. Well, he's always traveling internationally. And he said that he was like the heir to a diamond fortune. So all these women think he's a billionaire. And they just, and he made like a little website and uh, photoshopped his picture into one, like an actual billionaire diamond guy's family photo. And so he defrauds these women out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Tons of women. It's actually, I think the estimate is $10 million over all this time. Wow. And finally, he gets arrested in Israel, where he's from. But they only arrest him for like not showing his license at the right time or something like that. Like something so minor. And uh, he gets like 18 months in prison and he's already out. And he like is shopping his like version of the Netflix story. So... It's just a, I don't know. It's kind of depressing, I guess. But. Wait, he is, so he's like a producer on this? No, no. Well, he's not a producer, but he wants to do his own. He, I mean, it was, you know, good publicity, I guess, in his eyes. And he should be arrested, but it's just that he, you know, all these women are in all these different countries and like they can't get him for some reason. And Israel is just like, oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, do, would you say would you say it's good? Do you like it? 
Uh, I mean, I was pretty captivated. The Puppet Master is better so far. Same, similar premise. This guy's like convinces these people that he's an MI5. Is that it? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That he's like a yeah English Secret Service. <laughs> Not Mission Impossible. Not 5. Mission Impossible Five, right? <laughs> And he just, his cons are much longer and much more twisted and, like, diabolical, really. And the the stories are just much better. So if you're going to watch one about a dating app predator, um, I'd vote The Puppet Master much better. Puppet Master. Yeah. Okay. I'll check out Puppet Master. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with the Puppet Master series from Full Moon Entertainment. Uh, that I don't know. <laughs> It doesn't. They okay. were like straight to vi- <laughs> some straight to video garbage that I watched when I was thirteen. Oh, sounds good. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Dune. You wanna? Absolutely. I. Okay. Dune. Um, so, what were your overall thoughts of this section? Overall, I'm still. I'm still in it. Uh-huh. I'm still in it. I I, w- I wasn't as excited in the first as the first you know handful of chapters and then we'll get into it soon but there was that like very uncomfortable homophobic right you know moment yes but outside of that i still was like pretty into it it's definitely like feeling way more soap opera-y and it almost feels like he's like fucking around with certain certain elements okay like that what about you yeah i mean Totally still in it. I think that this was like a little bit of a filler up, as they say. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> there was, I don't tend to like it when he sticks too closely to the same character for too long. Yes. So that was my main beef, um, other than, yeah, the homophobia. And it was a lot of that whole, like, implying of, you know, the more that's out there. Um, and that always mm-hmm, just leaves yeah. me kind of confused. I'm like, how many threads? It's like I just dro- I keep dropping my threads. But it'll be helpful to talk it out. I can't stop being distracted by every time Leto 2 is somewhere, being distracted by imagining what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, Because I, I just can't. Because the, the rendition on the cover of this paper bag is fucking ridiculous. It's so and big. I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine he looks like that. And especially because the books makes it sound like his his head is the same size it always has been. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, That's yeah. what I think. Hey, everybody. Molly here. I just wanted to uh, pop in for a second because I didn't give Lance's observation that the head is the same size enough credit. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> and I can't imagine... <laughs> This giant worm body with the tiny human head. So I just had to say that. All right. Enjoy the rest of the app. Yeah. Well, okay. One, it looks like he could easily move without a little cart. I mean, the cart is ridiculous. I just imagine him kind of like a grub worm <laughs> um, with a little face <laughs> at the end, <laughs> just poking out. Yeah. I started imagining him because I was like, what if they, like, what if, these Dune movies really take off and <laughs> they do like a mini series on TV and it makes it to this point. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to make it look like this, this guy on this cover. <laughs> so I started imagining like the top half of a man just kind of sticking out of a giant worm's mouth. 
Oh. Like, just, you know, like, <laughs> kind of upper torso. Uh-huh. And then I went and looked for, like, fan art. Uh-huh. And that's how most people draw Really? Him. That is weird. Yeah. The mouth is yeah. open? That's, like, kind of Beetlejuice-esque. Yeah, the worm mouth is open, and then he's, like, kind of coming out of the worm mouth. Oh, my God. Okay, weird. I like that. I do like it better than... I'm also imagining the caterpillar from A Bug's Life. Um, you know, that cute, bouncy <laughs> one? <laughs> That's just sitting yeah. in, like, a throne. Or that hookah-smoking right. caterpillar in um, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. But that's weird that that's like in the collective unconscious, this like half minute, because that's not how it's described, but. Right. What what year did this book come out? 1981. Okay. Okay. So before, before uh, Return of the Jedi, because I'm I'm getting some Jabba, Jabba oh, Hutt yeah. vibes. Yeah, deaf, 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 deaf. Because he's kind of like on a little like floating thing, Jabba is. Uh-huh. Well, and it's hard to distinguish between the Harkonnen, the Baron of it all, but. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you think that that cart is flat? I can't help but imagine it as like a kind of lo- like a little wagon. <laughs> yeah. <Like. laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> then he just kind of pulls himself along. Yeah. He's like steering it like this. Yeah, he has his yeah. hands in front. <laughs> cool. He's a little motor. Well, because we find out he yeah. steers it with his mind or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. Okay, but let's just get into it. All right, so what we're calling Chapter 7 that belongs with Some Say I Have No conscious, mm-hmm. Conscience. This is just like an in, a quick, a quickie, like mm-hmm. little back and forth with Hui Nori. Hui Nori. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's too fun. Which is, yeah, it's just winery. I think you pointed that out. Yeah. Huinery. It's just like winery. Yeah. Yeah, winery. Queenery. Um, <laughs> or like, uh, and he, oh yeah, we already had this combo. Yes, I already said <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> oh no. It's, you know, it, it's it's good to say it again. It's worth it. <laughs> it um, is worth it. Every time, I, I mean, I <laughs> thought, funny, <laughs> Queenery. <laughs> so yeah, so Queenery is meeting with the uh, inqu- Inquisitors of Ix. And she's she's telling the Inquisitors that essentially, like, she thinks that Leto's actually godlike or like like a good a good guy. Yeah, she's like, no, this guy Malky loved this guy. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> she won't shut up about her fucking uncle. I know. <laughs> and she's like, and you guys know Malky. You know, this guy, he's yeah, got you guys a good know head on his shoulders. And they are so not having yeah. it. Because like, the Inquisitor's like, yeah, we know about your uncle <laughs> like, and how much he fucking loves with... Leto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we if... get it. <laughs> I hope we get a flashback of that because they're both equally like... <laughs> into it like miss each other (laughs) like i don't know it's kind of cute but yeah they're like did your uncle not speak of the worms brutality (laughs) and like right off the bat when because she's like it you know it doesn't make sense that leto would just choose to become the worm for for power and long life that there's there's another reason and the inquisitor says from your infinite wisdom then tell us why (laughs) Like immediately, just like, all oh, right, smarty pants. Then why? 
Lord Leto is always seeking after newness and originality, but that he is wary of the destructive potential in such things. Yeah, so this is, you know, we're getting this, that mm-hmm. Leto's obsessed with having something kill him or like come up and like give yes. him the runaround. He like wants a surprise in life. He's super bored. Which exactly. Is he gets so excited problem. when something new is happening. Yeah, yeah, with immortality. So he's like every other vampire. <laughs> Yeah, and the Icks keep calling him the Tyrant Worm, so we get <laughs> yeah. like a, <laughs> I love that, a view of how they feel about him. Uh-huh. Yeah, Hui is like, Hui is saying that uh, he, oh, he must have seen something in the future, mm-hmm. and that's why he's sacrificed himself <laughs> to save to save the future. Yeah. Um, and so she, by the end, she's like, okay, well, clearly we're not going to see eye to eye. Um, sorry, I'll get out of your hair. And they're like, no, you've passed our test. You are now the ambassador. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, we're, we're, we're left to wonder like, who's playing who? Right. (laughs) Like, they seem like, yeah, they're, they're like, oh, you're a dipshit that falls for her crap. You're in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like, no, you did excellently. Yeah, or is she like, I'm going to lie and say that I'm eating up his crap mm-hmm. because I've got other things in mind. I suppose we'll see. I I suppose I don't I suppose really know. So. I, I got the sense from her that she is pretty into it, but then uh, with Maneo, uh, it's also kind mm-hmm. of unclear. Like, are they all sort of like this? Yeah. Like, getting close to Leto, like, keep your enemies closer sort of sitch. Yeah, hard to tell. Um, okay, so then we... Did you have anything about that one? No, I mean, th- there is that moment where... And it, I, this comes up again later when mm-hmm. when he, Hui says, Requ- recall the execution of the historians and the destructions oh, yeah. of their works, which we find out more about. But that's like that's in her argument for Leto being a good guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> uh, you sound crazy. <laughs> You sound yes. like a fascist. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, yeah. So the next chapter is eight, the one that starts with, uh, you must remember that I have at my I have at my internal demand every expertise known to our history. Mm-hmm. And then he's just juggling like <laughs> different things. He's like, check this out. Yes. For instance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Plate spinning. Uh-huh. And this is Maneo in Leto's crypt uh-huh we first hear the word fish speaker oh we've heard fish speaker before though. oh we have okay well that was the first time i was yeah. like really like oh fish speaker i don't know. this is this is where it start i started to like realize that oh these fish speakers isn't just a thing that he said because yeah. that's kind of what i was thinking in the first few chapters when they mentioned the fish speakers because that's who like brings duncan idaho like gives him his bath and stuff <laughs> oh um, right 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 but yeah yeah. This is where it makes it clear that they're like an important part to this this whole thing. It seems. <laughs> it is funny now that it, they do dress like fish. <laughs> they do. <laughs> well, they wore like. I don't think I'm... <laughs> um, they wore like blue skin tight outfits, but I was mm-hmm. imagining them in latex, oh, okay. kind of like um, Mystique in X Men, and they're like oh, yeah. walking around like that. Maybe they have scales on. <laughs> they didn't mention the scales, but. I think it's implied. (laughs) 
That's awesome. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Leto Leto reveals that Maneo is 118 years old. Craziness. Yeah. Yes. And he wants to die. <laughs> yes, that Maneo's just holding on to life to <laughs> to make sure that his daughter mm-hmm. like becomes commander of of the fish speakers. Yes. So uh, he says that there's like this weird thing of uh him being watching out for the worm to come out. Like what's the difference in his mind yes. between the worm, Shaihalud and Leto? Yeah, so I, f- I feel like the worm is like the vengeful god. Shai Halud is like the spirit mm-hmm. of of what you know what the vengeful god I guess is representing. And then and then Leto is is Leto. You know the kind of the he's he's the head of everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be kind of like the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Is is kind of the idea there? Be yeah. the, the the father being, I guess the father is the worm, and then Leto's <laughs> the son, and then Shai Halud's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the father. Oh, the father's the worm. Wouldn't it make would make more the sense that the father would be, be Leto because he came first. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I could see it. Well, because I always think of the as uh, the father as God, like old right. Man the father's God. God. Jesus yeah. is the son, and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is, is just like your faith in them. God and like the feel of. <laughs> the the feel of religion yeah the worm has like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's the vibe yeah the vibe vibe. um yeah and i feel like the worm is just like the setting there's just like he's uncontrollable he's like the id you know yes yes might lash out for sure yeah yeah he's like when bilbo um turns into that scary goblin (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> when his teeth get sharp yeah yeah and that's what he's looking out for is that that sign of him mm-hmm. but that this is when leto tells tells maneo that that he's going to mate or breed yes duncan <laughs> his breeding program uh, with oh my god siona <laughs> yeah yeah maneo doesn't love this and i mean one of the reasons is that Duncan is a, is an ancestor of Maneo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems like it's a really small pool that Leto is yeah. playing with. Yeah, I feel like Leto says something about I don't I didn't write this down so I don't remember the, the 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 actual line, but I feel like Leto says something about like, oh, I wait long enough between Duncan so that there's not like a huge incest like uh, <laughs> problem downfall, you mutation. know, like like yeah, yeah. like. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, and yes, because he says Siona is 21 generations from such a cross. And then he goes on this, that, that whole thing, I'm the ultimate predator. Yeah, that he's still talking about that. good for humanity. <laughs> I'm improving humans. <laughs> well, and he keeps saying that Maneo, like, knows something about him, but isn't saying it. His question suggests that he may even suspect what we have achieved in Siona. Suggesting that maybe Sion is part of a breeding program as well. Oh, okay. But I thought that it was Which like... Which she, she would be, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they already said that. Yeah. That, yeah, they want to um, right. breed that. But like, what is Siona? Is she a Quitsat Sadarak type figure? I don't know. I also think that part of what Leto... One of the reasons that Leto wants to 
Siona to be whatever the the next the, the next step in his plan is is because she's absent from the golden path like she mm. can't he can't see her mm-hmm. in his in his visions yes. and so it's that element of surprise that he likes I already mentioned that this book's like twilight so far right did you I don't know <laughs> but it feels like that no I already said the vampire what? thing well just now immortality yeah. you know he's bored with that mm-hmm. um in twilight um edward can't see bella and that's what draws him to her and uh can't smell her can't smell her that's right right yeah you oh no no you can't read Is her it... thoughts he can't read her thoughts that's right, right. that's right uh-huh and uh there's some weird breeding going on <laughs> that could just you know. that's true <laughs> and <laughs> edward loves to say he's a predator that's his whole thing He's like, don't you know what I am? How do you think I get oh, that right. blood? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the parallels are sh- <laughs> shocking. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And then I guess I guess the other the other thing is that he's like, he keeps saying, like, is it time to test Siona? Mineo's a little scared because it could mean that, that she might die. Right. But it seems that he wants to test, test to see if this, she can kind of see the golden path or like become like understand the golden path at least yeah yeah i mean at any rate it sounds like she's the next in line yes he used he's used duncan a few times for the breeding program but -hmm. i think it's still supposed to be a direct line for but how did they get atreides yeah how'd they get the atreides in there well because they started with ghani right oh yeah okay and then from there, it's kind of supposed to be kind of a straight line. And then occasionally, we we move Duncan in there to like <laughs> make another child. But it's still considered an Atreides because it's Leto's in charge. Okay, yeah, <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. Anything else from that chapter? I did think this needed to be said, which is there's something about those gently observant eyes, those strong features, and, and that black goat hair, which positively melts the female psyche. Talking about Duncan. <laughs> Who just like so hot. So hot. Yeah. <laughs> Melts the female psyche. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so now we're to the ninth chapter. It starts with your Lord knows very well what is in your heart. And this is this is another chapter that's like more just like of, of facts. It's not yeah. story as much <laughs> as just like things. This is straight up like because there's not a like a glossary at the end. <laughs> We need this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like great because well, right before I was like, "Where's Fish Speaker? I need to know what that is." <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. Does help catch you up, yeah. and it, it it's because it's the, an assessment of the state of the empire by the Jenny Benny Gesserit in the year thirty five oh eight, and it's kind of just like you're like, okay, the Benny Gesserit are still around. Mm-hmm. We we get to hear about them. This is also the first time I think they met, mentioned Chapter House, and you know, right. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that there's a book called right. Chapter House Dune. I know, yeah. Um, so I guess that must be Bene Gesserit related. The Chapter House. I think the Chapter House. It. I'm I'm just using context clues, but it seems like that's their. I don't know their fort or whatever, <laughs> like yeah. wherever their their home base is or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's what Chapter House is. So yeah, we, it's just kind of a list of stuff. It's even like separated and titled. But this is where they talk about the the nine historians that he had burned on his on their own books <laughs> because he said that they lied about history, mm-hmm. which is psychotic. Psychotic, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's truly Trumpian. It's <laughs> it's very it's, anti-critical race theory. <laughs> yes. It's wild because he warns the historians to not lie about history and then tells them that they can't mention that this happened. <laughs> Which is just saying, oh, but leave this out of history. Yeah, don't like burn all talk about of that the thing history. I just did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let's just start fresh. And if it happens again, yeah. then we'll just you know do this again. <laughs> yeah, he keeps talking about like spiritual freedom and that like they can't do it in like their houses and safety. Again, it sounds kind of like he's just like peace is hell. <laughs> yes. They seem very aware that they are in a bad position with Leto, or at least they're pretty powerless. He's overpowered them in a lot of ways. Right. He knows all about their breeding program, and he's starting his own. And he put the kibosh on their, the kibosh, on exactly. their, on their breeding program, <laughs> but and also won't let them in on his. And so much that... He, if they have a questionable child, he has it like taken care of. Oh, God. Like if if he's like if they have like a baby and he's like, uh, this is a, the baby's a little too perfect. So I feel <laughs> yeah. like this was planned. I'm gonna have someone take care of this baby. Uh huh. Which is suggesting I'm I'm sure that they murdered babies. Oh, absolutely. Just kick them. I don't know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Drop them in some water. <laughs> the Quitsat kibosh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and the Reverend Mother, I love how they phrase that Leto or Paul Atreides was one generation too early, and the Reverend Mothers have just been paying for it ever since. And they're just like, yes. God, <laughs> punk. Yeah, this that's was, what he yeah. tells them. He tells them, like, you, you tried before with my father, mm-hmm. and you got me. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we know. Like, we know. We actually knew it yes. right when Jessica told us <laughs> that you were having a, a boy. <laughs> Uh, that's why we were so pissed off. That's why we were pissed off. Okay, we were this. We <laughs> yeah. had a pretty good reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they did. They really did. Yeah. So the fish speakers are they're like the are they the military? They're kind of like the guards. They're the new fremen. They're the new fremen. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're the new fremen to, to me at least. And mm-hmm. I think that's like well, I don't know. Well, maybe we find out why they're called the fish speakers. But but I feel like that's like the thing is like. The Fremen are desert like warriors, and then the fish speaker are water, like related to water. I, I feel oh, like that's kind of like oh yeah okay. They're cool. drawing s- similarities between the two, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the fish speakers are like his his personal army uh-huh. uh, and assassins because they're the ones that take care of the the Bene Gesserit babies <laughs> with their little flippers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whatever they do. Because so far we haven't heard one speak. Um, so we don't know for sure that they don't just gurgle. We have. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we have. We have. Oh, that's right. There was that flirty scene. Okay, I mean, it didn't It didn't say that they didn't gurgle. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm getting gurgly vibes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. They, maybe they do talk like fish. Oh. So, yeah, the Bene Gesserit are now having to ration spice because, yeah. you know, Leto's just pulling more and more spice from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, you know, they talk about how they have, like, charge their, they have to charge more for their services. Yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah, exactly. I guess it's like weddings Inflation. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> weddings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in the wedding business now. That's all they can do. 
<laughs> the band's back in town and yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> they return just totally ashamed to chapter house <laughs> yeah uh, one thing i found yeah. interesting it's a real quick aside i feel like is that they, they mention that the getty prime investment yeah. has been written off yeah which i guess is a reference to when they tried to send worms to getty prime <laughs> so that yeah, they could have a second big, like... a second place to like make spice <laughs> yeah that like big helicopter just swinging the worm yeah, the around. worm chopper <laughs> yeah the worm chopper <laughs> and they're just like oh <laughs> like the air and then just yeah. die <laughs> yeah that needs to be written off that that is a book that should be burned <laughs> yeah <laughs> cuz most of these are pretty dry i don't know that we're like yeah the houses are dwindling so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like a catch up thing of like yeah. well we're okay we're not supposed to care about the names anymore the atreides house is like not even a house right like the atreides name is the only name that really matters now um Chone they're worried is... that Leto is going to make them more reliant on spice. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um because why wouldn't he, you know? This the, right. yeah, that'd right. be a great move <laughs> for him. Um they know about this like navigation machine that the guild is working on with the Ix- Ixians. Oh, what was hydraulic despotism? Yeah, hydraulic despotism. <laughs> That was, I had to rewind that and listen to that again when I was listening mm-hmm. to it on my walk. Hydraulic despotism. He, the, I don't know. I guess <laughs> I thought I had to figure out when I, when I, I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then I, I think I've forgotten what I decided that meant. Mm-hmm. Other than despotism from a, from water. Wh- what's the line? Okay. So I yeah, think water, it's obviously. basically yeah. the same concept of like, okay, so it's like, um, the concept of hydraulic despotism originated when the flow of irrigation water increased local human populations to a demand level of absolute dependence. When the water was shut off, people oh. died in large numbers. You know. Okay. okay. What we're yeah. about to okay. experience. So just con- yeah. <laughs> controlling people with controlling people with water. With becoming, resources. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Becoming a tyrant mm-hmm. religious leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Playing Catan really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it is kind of important that they that they, they theorize that Leto has an aversion to water, just because that's yeah. another weakness that you know that <laughs> they want want to exploit. Yeah, he's a little witch. Um, <laughs> one thing, so that they 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 also think that he's using computers. Yeah, but they think they can blackmail him with that. Yeah, I'm like that. I don't know why you think that. Who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> like they're the yeah. ones that made and up this rule. The guild he's is, essentially yeah. the god of the universe. <laughs> why do you think that? People are going to, like, this information is going to change any of that. Yeah, it's going to be all over the papers. People are going to be. Yeah. <laughs> He's using computers. He's using, can you believe that? Well, oh, well. I <laughs> can't do much about it. <laughs> that all-powerful god we all fear? <laughs> like, it's not like. <laughs> yeah. Most people are afraid of him. That's just going to make them more afraid. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, God, that sounds powerful. We don't even know what a computer is. (laughs) They banned them because they were too powerful. But water death, that is kind of funny. I like that. (laughs) I like him pointing out all his weaknesses. Yeah, and then the uh, we find out that the Telelaxu offered to create an all-female society Uh that doesn't rely on any males. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like... Nah, <laughs> like, we're already yeah. Like we already kind of did that. Like, 
Also, you we, we, you we, you creep us out. <laughs> We're not into your thing. <laughs> like, why can you do that? Not interested. <laughs> uh, that is just a funny line. For all of the obvious reasons, including our distrust of everything to Alexu. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we responded with our usual polite negative. They're just like, okay, look, but think about it. <laughs> All females. And like, you know, you guys are respectfully, you're a bunch, you're a bunch of women. <laughs> and we love that. We love that about you guys. And uh, what if it was just like that? But, um, you know, like we killed ourselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, no. <laughs> Please don't do it's that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. We're fine. Oh yeah. So so we get these the Reverend Mother's names, uh, which is just fun. F- Frank Herbert just fucking around. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sy- Syaxa, <laughs> Mama Loot, Eknikosk, and Akeli. They're great. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like and uh, ek, uh, ek. He's just like shaking up a Scrabble bag. <laughs> yeah. <and> like, <laughs> We've got E. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, tricky. <laughs> I like Eknakosk. Yeah, I like Mamalut. Mamalut. <laughs> <laughs> the Reverend Mother Mamalut. Yeah. Do you agree, Mamalut? <laughs> She's like, yes. <laughs> Sign my name. Mama Lutin. Mama Lutin, we got it. We got the numbers. We can submit this damn report. <laughs> Get back to fucking, uh, you know, counting our spice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else about that chapter? No, I was grateful for it. Oh, there seems to be a lot of breeding for purpose now, nowadays. Like everybody's bred for a purpose. Yes. Is this the chapter to, where they suggest that, or that maybe that was the last chapter that Hui Nuri yeah. was was maybe bred to be in like the position that she's in? Yeah, MK Ultra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe she is an assassin, uh, like trained. You know, there's going to be a word yeah, to get mm-hmm. close to just yeah. pour a cup of water oh, yeah. on him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's like the Wicked Witch. <laughs> Filed. My one weakness. <laughs> yeah. Why did you make a, a water planet? planet? water that I put there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was a drone. <laughs> Are you completely stupid? <laughs> this is like the end of signs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So chapter 10 uh, that starts with odd as it may seem great struggles such as the one you can see emerging from my journals are not always visible to the participants. Yes. So he's like, you're playing checkers. I'm playing chess. Absolutely. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. He, <laughs> not only that, he says, um, I pray therefore that when you have traversed my portion of the golden path, you no longer will be innocent children dancing to music. You cannot hear. <laughs> Wow. Cool. Wow. That's all I can say. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Way to call everybody an idiot. <laughs> Turn it up then, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we get Nayla walking up the stairs to, to see Leto. And he's just, like, thinking about her while she walks up these stairs. 
and thinking about how like useful she is and he, <laughs> then he's like remembering how he gave her a real Chris knife. Right. Which we get twice mentioned twice in this chapter. Yeah, cuz first he's like that was a good move and then he's like this is stupid. Why did I give her this? Cuz he's like he mentions the Chris knife right after he mentions that like uh even if Siona orders you to kill me, you have to follow her orders. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh man, maybe I shouldn't give her that Chris knife." <laughs> That's a pretty powerful weapon. She might do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so so with Nayla, yeah, he keeps reflecting mm-hmm. on how she is the most loyal servant he'll ever have. Yes. She loves yes. him. She worships him. And um, so he keeps trying to trick her um, into like, yeah. yeah, like getting her to lose her faith. And every time she's like about to lose her faith. I felt like it's yeah. funny that so she's supposed to be like the most loyal person ever, but there are two times in this where he's like, "Oh, oh, she might have lost her faith just then," um, but then she goes, "Oh, another test." <laughs> yeah, she's always thinking that he's testing her, yeah. and sometimes he is, and sometimes he's not. Yeah, and then he's always like, "Well, as long as she gets a little visit with a uh, with the old uh, G E O D, then uh, <laughs> she'll." She gets some FaceTime with the worm, mm-hmm. as her faith will be restored. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Said, what? You might be. I might be saying the same thing as you. What were you gonna say? Oh, I don't know. Well, that uh, she would have made a superb shout out. Shout out. Oh yes, yes. Exciting. Yeah. So we find. Yeah, a that's shout right. Out, shout um, out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Shout <laughs> out. Uh, because isn't there mention of of the fish people are kind of like the new shout. They replace the shout. I don't know. I, I, that might not be in this chapter. Oh, yeah. She gets there and he tells her that uh, his religion is an obscenity and he wishes it could die with him. Yeah. <laughs> While at the same time, he's like, but you believe it. It's really important that you're like all in. And she just goes, yes, Lord. Yeah, he says that religions create radicals and fanatics like you. Yeah. And then she says, thank you. Yeah, it's very um, <laughs> S&M. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, mm-hmm. you're a bad little, you know, <laughs> you're just a ignorant little watcher, follower, aren't you, Nayla? She's like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like a James Spader, and she's mm-hmm. like a Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah. They're having their little games. Mm-hmm. At one point, she does say something about, uh, are you going to test me? And then and he's like, are you ready for the test? And she's like, no, because it might kill me, and you need, you need me right yes, now. Yes, yes. I do not know, Lord. Right. Oh, well, doesn't she say that about Siona? Oh, like, is she saying Siona's not ready for the test? Right. Ooh, probably. That would make way more sense. Mm-hmm. I may have just misread that part. I think that that's it. Well, they, I mean, they do mention that the, you know, that Siona wants to find his spice hoard. He admits that, that it does exist, and if that she steals it, uh, the, the planet will be destroyed and everybody on it, and then he's like, but don't stop her from stealing it. <laughs> yeah, I need a hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, I, that's going to suck. You know what? <laughs> just yeah. let her do it. Also, what, do you, what did you make of this? Where she says, uh-huh. um, 
Did Chopri not inform you about the books which they say contain your sacred words? Odd how she can capitalize words only with her voice. Is that an implication that she might be Bene Gesserit? Oh, interesting. I didn't think about that. I thought it was more like she is in such awe of him <laughs> that she capitalizes his words okay. like as in mm-hmm. like you know how like people like people are super Call christian they he. write he yeah, and the cap with a capital sorry, yeah it's not crazy yeah. <laughs> it's, it's cool it's not crazy it's okay <laughs> it's if you cool. believe it, that's fine that's fine that's fine that, <laughs> cool. that looks that looks yeah. good <laughs> yeah and that and he did confirm that he wanted those books to be out in the world that he wrote them to be read yes mm-hmm. which i mean makes sense Absolutely. he's addressing other people he's not like <laughs> You know, I hope no one finds this. I'm yeah, so my secret diary. <laughs> uh, anything else about that one? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, yeah. He says, Siona has reached that explosive moment which I require. <laughs> oh, and Siona is ruled by hate. And so what is that supposed to mean? They're talking a lot about hate and love in this. Um, yeah. In kind of a weird way. Because his weakness is love. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. His weakness is love. He just wants to be swept off his yeah. feet. Another Edwardian trait, by the way. <laughs> that his weakness is love? Yes. He was like, yeah. yeah, that was his only weakness, is that he loved Bella too much. Yeah, the fifth element. Exactly. Cool. So that brings us to chapter 11. Starts with The Duncans always think it odd that I <laughs> choose women for combat forces, but my fish speakers are a temporary army in every sense. <laughs> rude and rude. <laughs> <laughs> the past is always changing, but few realize it. That's that's horrifying. That's the yeah. whole history burning thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah. shit, that sucks. That's very scary. So this is where New Duncan gets to meet his uh, <laughs> buddy slash god. Uh-huh. And he goes into the crypt and, and this is like, Letters just got this down. He does yeah. the same with all of the Duncans. So embarrassing for Duncan. I, Poor thing. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he starts in the dark so that, that Duncan can't see him right away, mm-hmm. which suggests that like at first he was like, <laughs> Duncan and Duncan's like (laughs) ran out the window. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. killed himself himself like four or five times. He's like, God damn. (laughs) Okay, fine. Turn off the lights. I know. I imagine like one little wheel peeking out (laughs) of the shadow. Yeah, of his wagon. (laughs) Gaze upon my pre-worm body. <laughs> yeah, so he uses Paul's voice. Yeah, but okay, also r- right before that, I think it's funny uh-huh. that he told the Tillalaxu to stop sending him Duncans. Um <laughs> like that? Yes. He said, "I've got enough." <laughs> <laughs> Can y'all make anybody else? <laughs> But they like to disobey him. It's like their one little disobedience. Yeah. So they're like, hey, yeah. hey, hey. <laughs> another Duncan. And they, it sounds like he's he's saying it too, like he likes that they keep doing yes. it. Like he's like, they know I'm a Duncan-holic and I gotta <laughs> have my Duncan. 
the day doesn't start. What is it? The day starts the Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Drop my Duncan and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, he uses he uses mm-hmm. Paul's voice to kind of like soothe him or to ease him into seeing Leto, which I don't know. Is that a good idea? Yeah. That sounds like f- freaky. Like, that's just like a that's a <laughs> vulgar display of power. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that would break you pretty easily psychologically. He eventually. Yeah, he eventually shows him to him. And and then just like yeah. unloads and tells him everything that's going on and and, and Duncan's just like, yeah, I don't like this. I don't <laughs> like this god business. This doesn't sound uh-huh. good at all. <laughs> Leto just goes back to Paul's voice. He's like, "Come on, it's me." <laughs> it's Paul. And Duncan gives him a smile and he's like, "You got me, Paul. <laughs> I love you." Okay. Also, do you think Paul is in there like? pleased because that's what leto says it pleases the paul inside of him yeah because let uh, because paul is experiencing duncan and i think paul like loves duncan and also like the paul that's in him is the is the like tyrant paul maybe he's got some some regrets Uh but he's still a guy that like led a a a, A a crusade that destroyed half the universe yeah he gets it yeah he gets what he's going for yeah (laughs) It's a pretty short chapter. Uh-huh. I mean, he <laughs> Idaho blushed. He likes that. He likes that he blushes. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. That's right. He gives him like a sweet smile, uh-huh. like the 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 charming smile. Okay. <laughs> Jessica speaks. Oh, Jessica speaks. What does Jessica say? All she says is, "The women are here, Duncan." <laughs> She's like trying to, because. <laughs> Because <laughs> Duncan, he's a yeah, little he's horny. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, he's a little horny for Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the women, the women, yeah. <laughs> Even the women are here, Duncan, and he's still like just a worm, <laughs> doing a, like a, a Jessica impression. <laughs> Maybe he gets out a little Jessica Here. wig. <laughs> worm. Here's a question. Uh-huh. This, how have they addressed this? So. Leto's been alive for three and a half thousand years, mm-hmm. and the way the like the hall of souls or whatever that's in you works is that it's all your ancestors who came before mm-hmm. you. Does Leto also get access to the Atreides that the, the Atreides line that happens after he was born? I think so. Or after he gained prescience? Oh, like the ones that he's been breeding. Yeah, I don't know. Unclear. Huh. I guess they haven't, yeah, they haven't addressed it yet. And then he can't believe this female army. He's like a female yes. army. And then we go, he, this is where he's like, okay, I've heard enough. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the three and a half thousand years. It's not the hundreds of Duncans. It's not the breeding program. It's not the yeah. seduction. It's not that uh, Leto's a yeah. worm and also like is switching the personas. <laughs> It's the female army. That's where he's like, yeah, I've seen enough. (laughs) That's what I wrote down for the next chapter because I was just like, yeah, after all that, the one thing, (laughs) your hang up, the one hang up you have is a female army. That's the one thing you can't let go of. You cannot. This is some just absurd shit. (laughs) This is like the the craziest thing that could be happening your best friend from four thousand years ago had a son that turned into a giant worm that's been living for for millennia and he's become a god 
<laughs> He's rolling around on the a little cart. But girls in the army. Yeah. <laughs> girls? What are they doing there? <laughs> so, yeah, li- th- th- this one ends with with uh, Duncan saying that he loved Leto and that that makes, yeah. that makes uh, Leto kind of cry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he is, like, fighting back tears, like, biting his lip. <laughs> like, shut up. Don't say any more. Because he's vulnerable to love. Yes. Yes. The one word was all that Leto could manage. <laughs> and then he's, like, Maneo, like, grabs Duncan and takes him out of there. And he's, like, sweet Maneo, he knows that I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else about that one? Nope. It brings us to the next chapter, which is the 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 I know the evil of my ancestors because I am those people, mm-hmm. and we've got Duncan waking up from a nightmare. Yeah, women, <laughs> women with terrible things. <laughs> Vampires, by the way. I'm gonna stop uh-huh, at uh-huh. one point. <laughs> <laughs> women, weaponless He's women. Just a, a- Afraid of women, yeah, weaponless women. It's like you can't even let them have a weapon in your dream, Duncan. <laughs> God, they're so scary; they don't need one. Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to be sweet. Yeah. So yeah, he he's he's putting on his Atreides uniform, mm-hmm. which is like the same like with the black with the red piping and and has mm-hmm. the little eagle insignia on it. Then Mineo is like ready for breakfast, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. <laughs> does a little clap, and the like the, mm. the <laughs> is I guess as the fish speakers like run in and they pull out a a secret table uh-huh. from the wall yeah. and set it up on the balcony for him real quick. <laughs> Cute, yeah. They give him his favorite melon from uh, from Caladan. Yeah, he's my favorite <laughs> melon. You know me well. <laughs> I, every I so I read that and then I listened to it and both times I was like, God, I don't. What? what do I have a favorite melon? Could somebody even know that? <laughs> can I? Yeah, I can think of like a couple of melons. <laughs> I wouldn't call any of them my favorite. If one came in front of me, yeah, I'd be like, Oh, a melon. I wouldn't think. Yeah. Oh, my favorite melon. So that's an unknowable thing for me. Like they could never know that. But my favorite melon, water. <laughs> a cup of water. So. <laughs> so yeah, this is when they uh, when he's just like, oh, come on, tell me again, why is there an all female army? <laughs> I'm just having a hard time just, getting my mind wrapped around this. Yeah, if you could just walk me through it real slow. <laughs> Because the math ain't mathin'. I thought it was funny that he goes, strange little man, Maneo. And then he's like, wait, wait, wait. He's not little. It's like the thought. He's like, he thinks to himself, strange little man, Maneo. And then it says, this thought brought Idaho up short. And then he's like, uh, actually, he's not. He's not short. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> I don't know. So weird. weird. What do you think that means? I mean, I just like completely missed that. Yeah, I don't know if it's like maybe one of the old Duncans coming through, who had a little strange little man named. Man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my only guess. So yeah, I guess this is where we get the the kind of icky part where uh-huh. uh, yeah. where they talk about like, well, the reason that he 
doesn't like uh, all male armies is because, uh, well, when they don't have a war, they just get horny for each other. Well, first they kill they everybody. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they kill everybody. Yeah, they kill because they're showing off. Uh-huh. Because they're, sh- they're just showing off. Uh-huh. Um, which, honestly, probably true. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a bunch of dudes together and there's no war uh-huh. they're probably just gonna kill each other yeah absolutely uh and uh yeah and then they and then they turn gay they is, turn is gay theory yes yeah which is just a big problem <laughs> yes obviously a big problem well and duncan is like his manhood is threatened that's what it even oh says. that's right because yeah. he was in the army he too, was in and the he army was like i never i would never yeah. and it's like duncan yeah. whoa okay are you suggesting <laughs> like, yeah mm, look nobody's suggesting anything you brought it up but like yeah it's also yeah i don't know this is just too weird they like make it really weird very toxic yeah they have toxic masculinity yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The the male armies will will pretty much fuck each other. Mm-hmm. However, women would never. I guess is the idea. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? I mean, this is that one seems benign. Like who cares? Yeah. If they killed all women, the women, women don't go gay. Is that the idea? Like <laughs> I don't understand. Like has he based the Bene Gesserit on nuns, and nuns are classically lesbians. So it's just. That can't be true. Also, the fish speakers seem pretty gay. Probably, yeah. Why? Uh, Why yeah, not? It would. It would make sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially if they're um, like cool warriors. I think he even kind of suggests, in a way, I don't know if he intentionally suggests this, but he kind of is suggesting that it's immature to be gay because yeah. he says that women are more mature, so that doesn't happen. Which untrue. So it would be. Fu- yeah, of course it's untrue. <laughs> it's far more. Uh, mature to like be Have okay a sexual, with your sexuality yes, absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah and he keeps saying yeah um leto has some pretty strange theories <laughs> mm-hmm. they're quite yeah. strange and it's like these are stupid <laughs> idaho loses his appetite for his melon <laughs> oh yeah he he finds that the flavor is disappearing the flavor in his melon uh-huh. is 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 disappearing Sad. um and then he's like those are tradies and then mm-hmm. Mineo's like oh, I'm an Atreides just like just to let you know it's like full <laughs> disclosure here yeah I you think they're crazy I'm one of them uh, yeah. <laughs> yep they are crazy and I'm crazy too <laughs> and then um Idaho's like oh so they've been trying to breed with me yeah he was just like oh well they they weren't uh just wanted to give me a bath real bad <laughs> yeah. they <laughs> they were trying to uh, get pregnant. Yeah, he keeps like referring to him as like he's like, oh, well, I'm like a stud. All right, fool <laughs> yourself much? <laughs> oh yeah, th- and this is the exchange. Those others of me were any of them his studs? <laughs> Some you have descendants. Who I am one. <laughs> oh, so so. <laughs> You're right. This is a super soap opera E chapter. We're like every time Maneo um, turns around and he's like, I am a Duncan. I am mm-hmm. an Atreides. <laughs> Duncan spits out his melon. And then it says, Idaho stared into Maneo's eyes, lost suddenly in a tangle of relationships. Yeah, absolutely. That he could not understand. <laughs> like, I'm with you. Because what does it mean? So are they, is that his... Um, it's his father, uncle, 
Yeah, this this is like I'm my own grandpa kind of situation. Grandpa. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Okay, that's hilarious. (laughs) And then Maneo says, I sometimes have trouble with this myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, if it helps, the Lord Leto assures me that you are not my descendant, not in any ordinary sense. However, you may well father some of my descendants. <laughs> so, I don't know why he would think that Duncan would be his descendant. He oh, didn't yeah. give birth to a Duncan. Like, it's obvious that yeah, he's Yeah, because Duncan's he's a clone. It's like, that yeah. doesn't help me at all. <laughs> I guess the idea is that, like, oh, he's... Go- but Letter's going to breed you with my daughter. Right. So, it makes it seem like, feel like, oh, I'm your dad and you're my ancestor yeah it's not like his father is breeding with his daughter right but yeah wait hold on that (laughs) (laughs) Leto assures me that you are not my descendant how the hell would he be his descendant that's what I was saying. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense that he would be his descendant. I'm like, not in well, any ordinary think sense. Why say that? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he's preparing himself for the fact that Duncan is going to be paired with his daughter. Yeah, because so he's he like, is that... his father. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he will be his father-in-law, but also his <laughs> son-in-law, great great grandson. Yeah. yeah. Well, he'll be D- Duncan's father-in-law, but he'll also be his like great 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 <laughs> grandson. <laughs> <laughs> messed up. Pretty messed up. Uh, yeah, and then Maneo says, "Sometimes I think only the God Emperor himself can understand these things." Yeah, and Duncan's like, "That's another thing, this God business." And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Maneo's like disappointed that he's not already like worshiping him as a god. <laughs> right. Oh, and then he's like, okay, maybe Maneo hates a god. Maybe he's, you know, scared of him. And so we still, I still don't know what Maneo's like deal is. Right. I think Maneo's kind of like, I think he's just fearful. He's, mm-hmm. he is fearful of him. He believes he's at least god level. Yeah. But. I, I think that his his like devotion to Leto is is based entirely in fear. Um, <laughs> and it sounds like he's um, said this a million times to Dun- or had this conversation a million times. Right. Yeah. It ends with the Duncans always begin that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's already pretty wild. I can only imagine that. It's going to get more wild, and I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited, too. I do think it's setting up a lot of twisted things that are going to be fun. What was the thing that you thought he was playing around with? Okay. Uh, what was the thing I was think he was playing around with? You know, where you said that he's like... Oh, yeah. No, I, I just meant, like, I feel like he's just, like, this this whole confused about who you know duncan is is he my dad like that that whole thing i feel like frank herbert just thinks that's funny i think he (laughs) thinks that's like just fun fun to play with and then like the list of benny jesuit names he's almost like yeah my names are crazy i should just make some crazy names yeah absolutely 
Okay, totally. Yeah, yeah. I think we are going to read up to and including the chapter that starts with, I am beginning to hate water. (laughs) It only took him 3,000 years. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what should we say? Um... It's hard not to just want to do... Well, I kind of like the Duncans always begin that way. Or just like a Duncan or something like that, you know? Just like a Duncan. <laughs> okay, Molly, so mm-hmm. I was thinking... So you, the, I was thinking we could say Arrakis runs on Duncan. <laughs> Is that already a I shirt? Just, I, I just Googled it as a mug. Amazing! I want that! <laughs> we have to. I love that. <laughs> that mug wow yeah that's great predators what about just I am a predator Maneo sure (laughs) I do think this is gonna come across pretty earnestly but that's okay like we think it's like an awesome line (laughs) so wait the line is I'm a predator Maneo yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So until next time, <laughs> three, two, one. I, I am, am a predator, predator Maneo. Maneo. <laughs> <laughs> All right.